on the state of NFTERA this week. I am pleased to be joined by Steven. He is the founder of the Galactic Miners Club, originally known as the Lunar's Miner Club. Um, Steven and I have gone way back in crypto. He was one of the first followers back in my TikTok days, which really predates a lot of my podcast work. And it's kind of funny to, uh, to see him have gone through the lunatic evolution with me as well. Um, both ended in tragedy for both of us. But he was also the final project I spoke to um, during the Terra crash. So a lot I want to get up, catch up with him about, uh, speak as to what he's doing with Galactic Miners. But anyways, enough enough from me here. Steven, how are you? Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I'm doing good, man. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Of course, and I'm looking forward to getting an update on everything. So do you mind providing listeners who are just trying to learn about Galactic Miners Club, maybe a little bit about yourself before we get into some of the details of the project, uh, how you got into crypto, maybe tell, tell listeners a little about the whole overarching story of yourself. Uh, yeah, so... I started mining crypto about five years ago, uh, something I'm really passionate about. I love the decentralization aspect of proof of work. Um, Ethereum was really big in uh, my uh, my mining. Uh, I love the fact how anybody could, with a GPU and a computer, a little know-how could just hop on, validate transactions, uh, you know, start earning passive rewards through this ecosystem at home on a computer. I, I thought it was just an amazing thing. Um, I started collecting GPUs and, uh, uh, you know, getting more into it. Uh, and I started looking for ways that I could do this f- uh, full-time. You know, I wanted to get into Web3, full time so i figured we could uh combine my passion of mining into an nft and uh build some cool things some some uh new utilities for nfts and give the community some cool things absolutely no. well, you know getting to do what i love for a living <laughs> yeah no it's amazing and a great overarching story there and um, the fact that you've just basically come into crypto, like I'm just going to tinker with this, see what happens and cool things happen. You get some passive income and, uh, you want to take it from there and, and try to make it go full time. Um, so now moving into what galactic miner miners club is, do you mind just providing, I guess the whole overarching story of why you started Luna miners, the original, um, and then we'll get into maybe the transition from that into galactic and speaking of that, but like just give an overview of the background of the project and why you started looking at sort of mining DAO. So Luna Miners much started as a passive way to stack Luna through an NFT. What we wanted to do was we were, we, uh, we wanted to use our rigs our mining rigs. We we're validating transactions. We we're going to take the rewards and, convert them pretty much all Luna US and use it to repose over NFT. Uh, obviously, uh, when Terra collapsed, that turned out to be a pretty bad idea. Um, we're actually in the process of, you know, we were uh, converting a lot of rewards at the time to Luna, to UST. Uh, we, were, we were really big on the ecosystem, defending the peg. We, we threw a lot of a lot of liquidity into Kujira on the way down, uh, liquidating Luna, you know, selling it, converting it back, throwing more biz into Kujira, doing everything we could to try and save the ecosystem. Uh, little do we know it was 
it was a losing battle. So uh, we uh, that was pretty hard. We we lost a lot of liquidity, a lot of work, uh, a lot of things in the downfall of Terra. But it actually wound up being probably one of the best things that happened to the project in the long run. I think we came out of the crash with a with a way better view of what we want to do in the space, how we want to contribute to the community, um, you know, things we want to build, and just be a little bit more than a passive project. We want to start bringing uh, some new, some new, some new utilities for NFTs that aren't seen in the cosmos. Really, they're they're rarely seen on uh, ETH chains let alone in the cosmos. So we're pretty excited about uh, building some new cool tools like uh, NFT collateralized loans. The goal would be to actually get these to be self-paying loans through uh, the mining rewards at one point. Hmm. Uh, we're looking into some other things too, fractionalizing NFTs, uh, just doing some really cool different things that aren't seen too much around yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's very interesting, the whole concept of mining on other chains and then using whatever rewards you make from there and basically subsidizing a DAO and, and paying out DAO, reward, DAO rewards and contributors in um, whatever tokens that may be. But I, I got to ask you, actually, so you are going to be setting up mining rigs and I don't think so you hadn't you did not have your mint yet. We, I think we were on the eve of your mint or very close to when you planned on um launching the terra nfts so yeah we were about two months away from launching. Yeah. we were real close you were very close in that process so i guess what was the so the infrastructure then so what were you aiming at and what were you looking for to actually mine so you're going to mine bitcoin um we're going to mine other proof of work chains and then walk listeners through a little bit about the costs and what that means for a process and to run a run a essentially mining company um yeah what does that entail to start buying these miners and then get profits how do you calculate profits all of that um kind of nitty-gritty detail so we a big lesson we learned from tara was diversification so the plan is to we're actually, um, we do a lot of GPU mining right now, which is cool because you can uh, change what coins you mine on, you know, change algorithms, do all that stuff. What's most profitable at the time, you can change whenever you want, basically. So right now we're experimenting with different coins. Um, mining Flux uh, is really cool. Uh, they, they do parallel asset mining where you can, earn rewards from the ecosystems they work with as well. Um, well we're going to be doing Bitcoin mining and uh, we're looking into KDA as well. Mm. I think KDA is a really interesting pro as a project. They have super fast transaction speeds. Um, they're doing stuff with privacy as well. So, you know, big companies can build and still have their code private, uh, but other parts of the blockchain will still be public. You know, I think they're doing really cool things over there. So we're looking for to mine tokens with utility that can be used. Uh, obviously, Bitcoin, we store a lot of Bitcoin um, during the downtrend. We actually convert about 50% of all of our mining rewards to Bitcoin just because it's a little more stable on the downtrend. Um, but yeah, so to buy the rigs, uh, we so right now we actually build a lot of our rigs. 
parts. Um, they're mostly out of computer parts. Um, they consist of basically motherboards, memory, uh, PSU, graphics cards. The graphics cards is what actually processes the transactions on proof of work chains when you're mining with GPUs. Um, so the cost the cost to set up a rig actually right now is pro probably like a decent rig. So we use 3060Ti's in our rigs. They're about like 500 bucks right now. Hmm. Um, plus you need a motherboard, PSU. You're looking at like around a thousand bucks to build a rig. But once you build your first rig, you can plug about eight to 12 GPUs into the rig. So after you actually build the rig, the... Uh, the only expenses are electricity and more GPUs. Uh, ASIC mining is a little easier. It's basically plug and play. Uh, you can, you know, if you want to mine Bitcoin, you can uh, buy a Bitcoin rig. You hook it up to the internet. You go to a mining pool. You can locate your miner, and you basically just let it let it run, and it'll start processing transactions on the on a blockchain for you and sending rewards to your wallet. It's pretty simple, actually. You make this sound very plug and play just to casually build a mining rig. I now I look at, the, I look at these videos online of these things and I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> it's like, it's wires. I get, I get that a lot when I'm talking to people about it. They're like, what are you talking about? Oh, it's great. It's really it's really neat and cool to, to mess around with hardware like that and actually have understanding of, of of, of what's going on for proof of work chains i think that's a, a very important aspect to that um but so about a thousand dollars um to run the rig itself uh and then how profitable is is a rig in terms of just having that so you can have eight to twelve gpus per rig um and if so it's about a thousand dollars just to get off the baseline probably 500 each so say all right so say it's about six thousand dollars to create this full out rig with about 12 GPUs. Um, what's the monthly expenses on that? Like what's, what's the profitability of that? How does that process work? Um, so it's all calculated by hash rate. And uh, the profitability is really determined by your electricity cost, which mm -hmm. is a big reason we're going to be uh, investing a, a portion of our profits into a lot of green technology to offset the use the electricity usage. Um, but basically, so each 3060 Ti right now makes about $1.50 a day uh, since the ETH merge uh, is going on. Things are getting a little weird. Profits are down to probably about a uh, dollar twenty-five a day on each card. Um, I think I think we we use about ten cents, twenty cents a uh, um, to run each card. So you're looking. I mean, in a month you'll make a dollar fifty a day profit uh, times twelve. You know, times thirty. Right. Yeah, to well, depending on depending on the profitability and the token price, I mean, you're looking at like a max of two years in, in a bear market scenario, and then if things pick back up, I'm assuming that time would dramatically reduce. Am I am I correct? Yes, yeah, so a lot. So when, we, when I was building rigs earlier on last year, with uh, the return on our rigs was around a year, and we were making our money back on them. Um, right now, yeah, you're, you're pretty much right on the head. It's anywhere between like 14 months, two years to get a return on your money. Um, but 
these things, you know, if you take care of them, they can run for seven, 10 years plus, uh, depending on, you know, dip mining difficulty and, you know, everything else. But as long as you're keeping them profitable, they can run well past their ROI date. That's actually incredible. I didn't know it was seven to 10 years. I thought these things would burn out like, like that because it's just they're running in such a hot environment. Um, I guess depending on what you're mining as well will, will factor into that. But I, and, I was not and, aware of that. Yeah, well, the big thing is you got to think they're they're staying consistent too. You know, a lot of the wear and tear on the parts is from cooling, heating up, cooling, heating up. When you keep them consistently mining and they're staying hot, they don't wear as much, you know. And then uh, about, you know, you can, you know, you place the thermal pads. You, you'll notice when you have to do it, the rigs will be a little hot. They'll start, uh, the temperatures will start rising and stuff. They won't, they won't be acting like they normally do and that's when you know to go through you change your thermal pads and get everything running again yeah very interesting i i, I as like a long-term investment the more i think about it now it's like maybe it, if, it, if... it is a very long-term approach to investing in crypto but it's uh it's a very rewarding one as well oh absolutely and they say they say they uh what in the gold rush the saying is instead of being the person looking for the gold you're just the one who provides the shovels and i guess in this case uh, as as a miner, you're the one who's providing the shovels. That you're the one doing the the transactional we're, work, and everyone else can speculate. But the end of the day, it. I mean, yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll <laughs> there you go. Process transactions. Mm -hmm. You guys can use the chain. We'll process transactions, collect some rewards, and go from there. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I want to ask you now a little bit. So, getting maybe more into the 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 overview and timeline of things. So, where were you guys? You said about two months out till mint during the Terra crash. I guess just walk me through those days after the crash, what you were thinking, what your community was saying, how you dealt with those times. Cause I know everyone took some sort of learning experience out of it, even though it sucked and we all got wrecked, but what was your overall vibe and just, just life experience living through the, the ultimate crash of, of Terra Luna? Um, yeah. So I guess, it, you know, these things kind of come with the terms of, you know, investing in crypto i guess you gotta you know you always gotta you always gotta be careful of this stuff i wasn't the hardest part about the crash actually was having to tell like family and friends like you know who thought who you know saw me doing so well all year with this thing they they come and ask you you know oh you know you're doing so well let me in on it you know so you, you tell them about luna you show them how to download the wallets and put money in anchor and all this stuff and and then uh you know you watch it go to all the hell and you know how do you call these people up and tell them you know like hey you know that investment went to zero you know what i mean it's it's, it's a it's a really hard thing to do so just dealing with family and friends was probably the hardest part yeah, that's a tough thing, especially in such a volatile asset class as well. When things go down 75%, you don't look as brilliant as you once did. It's Exactly. <laughs> right. At least you were able to, to work through that and, you know, on to uh, bigger and better things. And how did you communicate this with your community in the Terra Min Luna Miners Club? What was everyone saying in there? Was the chat active or people like, what are we going to do next? So during the collapse, uh, the the chat was very active. We were all in there. We were we were searching for opportunities to 
you know, scalp trades and uh, throw shorts on KuCoin. You know, once we realized it was over, we were, you know, we were just searching for ways to make the best of it. At that point, the community in our Discord was really awesome. Um, we we went over a lot of things in there. We discussed a lot of strategies. Uh, you know, just ways that we can we can make the best of a of a dying blockchain at this point. Basically, what we can do to recover some kind of losses. And uh, yeah, so there was like there was like no halt in the community. They basically went right for you know, uh, let's check out other other ecosystems in the cosmos. You know, like let's mm. let's check out Juno, let's check out Stargaze. You know, there's a lot of other good blockchains right here. We already built a you know a big community, a bunch of friends. We have we, we met so many people in the Terra community that, you know, like, like you, you know, just grew to be friends over a while. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I really, I really love the cosmos. We want to, we want to build in the cosmos. Our community is really supportive of us staying in the cosmos, but, uh, you know, we're keeping our options open. We, I really like Juno actually. And we know we're looking at launching something over there. I don't want to, you know, make any official announcements or anything yet, but uh, yeah, that's what we're looking at right now. No official announcements, but <laughs> I'm just gonna name drop Juno real quick. Uh, but no, great to hear that you guys were able to, to all band together and stay with it. And yeah, that's what I'm hearing from a lot of these communities I've spoken to on the series is that everyone, in some way, shape, or form, came together and everyone just knew each other because lunatics, while we were a large, we we're getting pretty large, I mean, still. Everyone had interacted with someone else at some point through some medium, whether it was on Discord or Twitter or Telegram or whatever. Yeah. And everyone had like some sort of recognition of each other. So everyone everyone still had that feeling of community. And I think the cosmos was just the natural place for people to go after the fact. It's like, okay, this is a cosmos chain. There's all this other stuff going on in cosmos that in you know, in my fully admitting, like I hardly even interacted with it until the whole thing went down. But Anyways, we're moving on to that and seeing what else is out there and those opportunities. And I want to ask you now, so as the Galactic Mining Club, you're going to be mining Bitcoin, you're going to be mining Cadena, you'll be mining Flux, whatever other proof-of-work coins come in. Um, so what is the payout going to be in? And I guess, have you found a new home yet for the NFT Mint? Uh, you're going to be looking at things like Stargaze or Juno, as you just mentioned. Um, and then, I guess, from there, what what do you plan on paying out stakers or holders of the nft who are i'm assuming staking the nft um what what tokens are they going to be paid out in are they going to be paid out in just various cosmos chains they'll be given like a basket or it'll be a selection i guess walk me through some of your ideas there so yeah we were actually working with a couple ideas uh i kind of wanted to leave it up to the community a little bit so we were working with you know in the downtrend market we were thinking about having like stable coin payouts um and or just having native coin payouts. But uh, I think what Kajira is doing, having like a basket of payouts is a really, really mm. cool idea, you know? So what we're doing is we're, we're going to, we're going to start off staking in single asset staking. Um, probably just uh, rewards will be paid out in stable coins for now. And as we progress the project, we'll start introducing things like, you know, Bitcoin, coin payouts um i think it'd be really cool to start introducing like new coins to the ecosystem as well like who's to say we can't have a wrapped flux or a wrapped kda you know to introduce new DeFi opportunities have investors in the cosmos get you know easy exposure to 
coins outside the cosmos um i think it's really interesting idea to play with so um basically yeah like i said for now just stable coins and we'll be working on introducing new payouts as we progress um we we have not uh officially picked uh nft platform yet. like i said we're still discussing um the ecosystem things we have a our partners over at we fund they've been helping mm-hmm. us uh you know, do a lot of these grants and, and research different ecosystems, uh, different uh, NFT markets and helping us really find a home that's going to be good for us, our community and what we're trying to build. So the like I said before, no official announcements yet. Uh, hopefully soon we'll be we'll be making an official announcement of where we're launching. Amazing. Yeah, I think it's really cool that you're looking into the whole basket idea of paying out the holders of the nft and various cosmo chains cosmos chains tokens um i think a lot of people want to create some sort of portfolio of cosmos tokens because there's just so many options out there and there's more than just atom um so people people do want exposure to a little bit of everything um and then you know it is tough because you have all of these just really different and interesting i mean you have kava you have stargaze you have juno you have kujira you have i mean kujira doesn't have nfts but um you know you have <laughs> they might one day yeah, might one day, but <laughs> right, right. The rumor on the street in 2024. Um, <laughs> but anyways, like, there's a lot of excitement going on. And I think there's just so much potential that's happening in Cosmos that uh, I think it's exciting. Exactly. You guys looking into the creativity there. Yeah, exactly. And so I also want to ask a little bit about the governance of this because you have touched upon it. And that is, you know, this is going to be a DAO. They're going to be over the, the holders of the token. The NFT is, are going to be overseeing. Um, essentially all the governance decisions, the payouts, what gets reinvested back into mining rigs. Um, so I guess just walk me through a little bit about how this works, um, how much influence do token holders have, uh, how much payout will there be? So can people like literally just reinvest all of the DAO's funds back into uh, mining rigs for a period of time? What are some of the thoughts on that? So a lot of that, uh, the the mining payout voting we uh, we we were doing on when we were building out Luna, we were going under like a strictly decentralized, let the community have total control over the project kind of idea. Um, We kind of went stripped back from that a little bit. Um, We're gonna we're gonna let the community still vote on certain things. The like so instead of voting on monthly payouts now now you're just going to stake your nft and collect the varying rate apy based on the mining rewards this way it's sustainable um you don't have to you know log into the dow every month and vote uh you don't have to worry about missing votes you just stake your nft and collect mm-hmm. um but we're so we still want the community to be a part of the project. So we're still keeping other aspects of voting. Um, we want the community to have a say in things. Uh, if we should be, you know, investing more money into, into, you know, rigs and miners to, you know, get next month's rewards up even higher. Or if, you know, they really, really like an ecosystem, you know, we should, they should have a say if we want to go, they want us to mine different coins. If they want, more Bitcoin coming in. So we're going to let the community vote on a lot of things still. Um, but we definitely changed up, uh, you know, the what what exactly can be voted on. 
Yeah, that makes sense too. Because once again, you mentioned you know you don't want to be worrying about if this is a long term kind of deal where you're going to be a part of this DAO for five, six, seven, eight years plus, uh, and you want to get consistent rewards. You don't want to be worrying every single month about what the rate of payout is versus what we're reinvesting. I mean, that's like you know kind of delegate that towards some of the more of the operational people in the DAO and and see what goes from there. Exactly. Uh, that's yeah. you know exactly. Mm -hmm. So that I'm, I'm glad to hear that you guys have, have thought this through. And then, um, yeah, I guess moving into some of my wrapping up questions here, because we've covered a lot of what I think I, I wanted to cover in terms of uh, mining rigs themselves, how they interact and what the costs are, all that electricity. Um, then moving into you know, the terror crash, how you dealt with that, how your community dealt with that um, into the recovery plan. And that is you're still searching, but... You're staying optimistic, focusing on Cosmos and finding out a lot of different ways in which you could potentially make a very interesting project and proposition to in potential investors. Um, I guess my next my next question, my final question related to Galactic Mining Club for you, Stephen. Um, so what's the what's like the one minute lowdown on what your future roadmap currently looks like? Um, what are the target goals and maybe some I don't want to I don't, I don't want to make you like put out like a date, but more so just general timeline uh or or goals time area where you're looking to um potentially launch and mint and get things hitting on the road um so we're looking to hopefully launch again uh around q4 uh you know think that'll give us enough time to you know get everything exactly how we want it um look out all the bugs and stuff uh get all the details correct and that'll probably be our, our mint for, you know, our release date for the NFT. Um, a lot of the NFT revenue is going to go to, you know, uh, buying rigs, uh, working on the website, the token gating, the, the staking mechanisms and stuff like that. So all that's going to be built uh, after after the mint. Um Unless, you know, there's a lot of grants out there and maybe we could get a grant to help us, you know, build some of the things before. That would be nice. Um, so, yeah, we're looking to launch around Q4 and uh, everything else will hopefully come soon after. Fantastic. And I think a lot will fall into place for you guys. I like I like the energy that you guys have. I think your discord stays active. You guys are staying positive and, you know, building through the challenges, which... The fact that you're you're sticking in sticking staying with it after the terror collapse, I think, speaks a lot about the potential of this project and what you guys want to achieve. Um, my final question for you, Stephen. Well, actually, before we get into that, before we get into the personal question, is there anything else you'd like to touch upon that we have not covered already in the interview? Nah, just uh, you did a pretty good job. Just that we're you know we're here to create a sustainable yield for our holders. We want to build some cool things for the community um create some utilities that have never really been seen before in the cosmos uh you're interested in any of those things check us out there you go um also i do want to ask about the green energy um that you mentioned earlier i, I want to i wanted to have one note on this so are you looking into solar potentially for mining and or, or like hydro what, what is your, some of your thoughts around that as well so right now um, where I'm at, solar is actually the best option for me. Like, uh, I don't live next to a big river or anything, right. but there's so many cool advances going on in green technology. It's hard to say like five years down the road, like solar panels right now, they have like a seven year ROI for, you know, crypto miners. Um, 
but there's so many other green technologies out there. Like people are, are, are mining Bitcoin with natural gas, um, using Bitcoin miners to like heat their homes in hot water. And there's, there's just so much cool stuff going on. So it's something I'm really passionate about is like combining the green energy aspect, combining it with mining and proof of work. But yeah, so we're, uh, we're, we're going to be starting off with solar and I hope to expand to as many other green sources as possible. You know, I just think it's an awesome area that we should be exploring and advancing in this world, you know. We need a nuclear Bitcoin miner. <laughs> oh, you don't even know. I was on a Twitter space today and they were talking about them. Uh, I guess Canada <laughs> is building like mini nuclear reactors oh my that they're trying to deploy um, on the back of semi trucks all around the country by like the year 2030. And they were talking about, oh, yeah, we can mine Bitcoin on these things. Yeah. It's, it's crazy sometimes. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about having a bunch of <laughs> mini nuclear reactors lying around in semi and semi trucks but me, you know. me neither me neither <laughs> right yeah, i don't know so, i don't know what the what that's the best can't, idea can't guys, but work it, it's interesting i mean it's an interesting concept i'll give him that uh that's funny uh steven my final question for you in this interview for you today um it's personal questions people get to know you a little bit just outside of crypto uh, and that is if you could have dinner with anyone throughout history who would it be and why if I could have dinner with anyone throughout history, um, I think it would be at this point. I'd like to sit down with Do Kwan and ask him what he was thinking when he said he was deploying steady lads. We're deploying more capital. <laughs> and where the fuck that capital went? <laughs> That's what we all want to know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. There was... Who knows? I'm not going to get my tinfoil hat on tonight, but <laughs> <laughs> something shady went down there. Where should listeners go to learn more about the Galactic Mining Club? Follow you on Twitter. Where can they go to get involved? All that good stuff. Yeah, so our Twitter page is, is where we do most of our interacting with on social media. You can, you can always find us on there. If you ever want to get a hold of me, you can um, you can. Follow my personal profile, Hashimoto, uh, two eyes, O, and then a zero. Um, or you can just stop by the Galactic Mining Discord. There's usually always somebody in there. I'm in there usually on the daily, checking for messages, answering questions. Uh, feel free to stop by and ask us anything. We're really friendly. We love answering questions about mining. So, yeah, come check us out. Amazing. Anyone who's interested in crypto mining definitely get involved go check it out all the links will be down in the description below in the show notes whether you are listening or watching steven great conversation really interested in the in the whole mining world i love it how you can bring some knowledge when i, I really have never spent much time thinking about it from an economic standpoint and the turns and what goes into some of the, the logistics of there so really interesting points that you bring up and uh, i really appreciate your time to join me yeah thanks as always love talking with you rick <laughs>